This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joe Davidson uh, telling some nice stories there during the commercial break, and you talk about a tease for the return. I, I, I can't I can't wait to hear this. Joe said he's got a story <laughs> regarding Casey's alma mater and the beam. Shout out CKM. What up, baby? We do. We do. So the Sac Joaquin section basketball playoffs are in full force. And the McClatchy Lions, the heart of the Sacramento City Unified School District and the alma mater of uh, of Kenny Carraway. My boy. They, the, the, girls. the girls basketball team, Jeff Oda, an alum coach, um, seated fourth in the Division One, rolled last night, beat Indercom of Sacramento 79-27. And not only did they appreciate their victory, but they lit a beam. Let's go. That's what we Outside their gym. And what school colors would that be? Burgundy, right, Kenny? And it was a nice yeah, maroon. maroon. Yes. Um, and I'm thinking, there you go. That's what there I'm you go. So about. I'm going to go check out their game tomorrow night. St. Francis plays at McClatchy tomorrow night at Ooh, 7. Yeah, we want all that smoke. I might have to go and see that one. What I got to go? Oh, they, they, they might need an alum to go light the beam. Where wow. is everybody getting all these beams from? Well, I don't know. It's theft. No, it's, 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 it's a, and, you know, here's the thing. You guys have probably talked about it uh, many times, but what a great idea by the king. Have a oh, little fun. And some people think, oh, it's amateurs. And she's, hey, man, when you've suffered as long as the Kings fans have, you celebrate everything you can. Absolutely. And so the beam thing is kind of cool. Absolutely. Ken, Kenny said this before I got to experience it. But the outside the Golden One Center after a win, when that beam is lit, is the happiest place on earth. <laughs> Disneyland can go to hell. It is the happiest place on earth when when the Kings win and that beam is lit and people are walking around, even in the freezing cold, celebrating, <laughs> taking pictures, going on IG, doing all that stuff. It is it is it's tremendous. Yeah. It is tremendous. It's uh, you know just imagine. If the Kings had a lousy season, you know, the beam hasn't been lit in 17 days, but we're still hopeful. I mean, that's not the case. <laughs> right, right. No, it wouldn't have the same excitement. But. The beam would start to malfunction. Like it only goes like four feet in the air. Like you, you, know, you can only see it from the Sawyer. Like it just all goes bad. It would have been all bad. Hey, I, my I know you guys have talked about this, but, um, you know, what's great about the NBA is that Dallas Mavericks game the other night, the second game of the back-to-back. And, yeah, everybody's got opinions about Kyrie Irving. Maybe he's not the greatest teammate, and he certainly has a lot of drama. But, man, he had some plays of greatness. And mm. the fadeaways, that's, and it's like this guy, you know, the, the fadeaway three-pointer, the, the baseline spin move off the glass. Oh. And thinking, wow. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's what you see only in the NBA mm-hmm. and, and and the fans, I was not, I was watching at home riveted. Um, but it sounded like the place was just, the roof was just coming off and people were excited. And uh, uh, it reminded me when I was covering the Kings back in the two thousands, when the Mavericks and the Kings had several playoff rumbles, Nick Van Etzel, and then later Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki, great games, mm-hmm. great games, uh, pow- uh, 
Western Conference powers, and God, wouldn't that be a great playoff series oh, yeah. uh, this time around? I'd love that. I'd absolutely love that. And, Joe, you're talking about that, and it reminds me of, um, you know, this is this is all done and gone. The, the Kings are they're here. They're not going nowhere. But, you know, remember with the relocation saga and people that were on opposing sides of it, like that's – this is you, there's one Kyrie Irving on this earth, and you get a chance to see him in Sacramento a couple of times a year. There's one Giannis on this earth, and you get a chance to see him. When Wimbayama gets here, you mm. get a chance to see these special Well, Wimbayama will be here 41 times because Monty McNair is going to figure out some way to trade into, for him. Yeah, after yeah. we win Mon- the championship? Monty, Monty's, right, after, oh, we, after at the ring ceremony, man. we're going to introduce go. Victor Wimbayama. That's the, you know, the, one thing that's, the one thing that I think people, the, the, the common fan, could appreciate uh, about a Kyrie Irving is he looks more like us. He's, he's not a seven footer, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's more our height. And the Steph Curry syndrome. More yes. skilled. But it, what he, that's, that's like, wow, there's a guy who's not six foot nine, seven foot who can do remarkable things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and there you go. And, and, and it's interesting, you know, the Mavericks gave him such a loud ovation when he got introduced mm-hmm. Of course, if he was with the other team, they would have booed him. But, I mean, that's sports, you know. I mean, remember Dennis Rodman. People couldn't stand Dennis Rodman. Bulls fans couldn't stand him from the, you know, the, the, the Detroit Piston bad boy era. And then when he joined the Bulls, eh, he's just misunderstood. He's one of our guys. <laughs> right. That's sports. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I it, it is it is jarring when you see guys like Giannis and, and LeBron and you just look at them and go, I, I'm not – we're both humans. We're both men. That's not me. Now that guy, Steph. Now I, I could be Steph. Exactly. I could never be. I could never be honest. Oh, yeah. like, yeah, the truth I, is, I can't be any of them. I, I say the I say the 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 story all the time. Um, but you know, I'm a hooper. I'm competitive. You know, I think I could do anything out there on the court, especially you know in my prime or whatever. I remember I met Trevor Ariza one time at my homeboy's house, and he was sitting down, and he stood up. And I said, in my head, I was like, what the hell would I do with Trevor Ariza guarding me on the floor? This guy's six seven. He can touch the ceiling standing up. Mm-hmm. And he guards people like me. <laughs> what the hell would I do with that? Like, it's, it's crazy to see these guys sometimes and, like, just get up close to them and see how, you know, large they really mm-hmm. are. Yeah. Very uh, true. Joe, let's you you asked about uh, you you, you want to hit him with your McClatchy question. You I think you tried to uh, follow no that no up. it was no question. It was oh. just a shout out to oh. the, to the girls team. You know doing what they do in these playoffs. Oh. You know we going for another section title. Okay. That's what we oh, do. Yeah. Rawr. You know no, what I'm saying? We out here doing what we do. CKM, stand I up. I really vote against the the RAR. <laughs> you know, and, and when we try to cover girls' athletics, um, you know, especially in basketball, over the decades, girls' basketballs had way more scholarship players out of Sacramento than the boys, mm-hmm. three to one. And I don't know why, uh, but girls just seem to manage their time and can be multi-sport athletes, great students. Um, I went to a, a game last night in a Sac City Unified School District thing was um, West Campus. Used to be the academic arm of Hiram Johnson. Now it's been its own campus for about 20 years. John Langston's the coach. He coached Vicki Ball at Sac High back in the late 2000s. So there was greatness coaching greatness. And I was talking to Coach Langston, and he's won three section championships and two state championships with West Campus. And I said, you know, tell me something about these girls and how good they are academically. And, And they're just Genius is what he's calling. He goes, a couple weeks ago in practice, 
he stopped practice and he walked away. I said, well, what are you two girls talking about? He goes, we're, we're working on our French coach because we have a French test tomorrow. So they're talking French as they're doing basketball drills to stay sharp with their French test, but also to stay sharp in their basketball skills mm-hmm. and all blended together. I said, that's just amazing. Yeah. I mean, you just don't see that anywhere. And he says he demands his kids. He goes, I demand that they give me the same effort in basketball that they do in class. Normally mm-hmm. it's the other way around. Hey, would you please apply yourself mm-hmm. in class with the same amount of gusto as you do on the basketball floor? So that's uh that's really cool. And speaking of great students, I'm going to go to a great game tonight. Uh, the Jesuit Marauders seated fourth in Division One boys with Andre Stoyakovic, some of the former Kings uh, all-star, Peja. And kudos to Peja. He just kind of blends into the stands. Mm-hmm. And people respect him. They're not flooding him for autographs. And he sits like a like a, a nervous papa as he's <laughs> body English, make that free throw and this and that. And Andre and, and the guys are playing Monterey Trail, which is an incredible Ooh. opener. Yes. Uh, Monterey Trail tied for the Metro League Championship. And so you have two league championships, two league champions playing. But Monterey Trail has a chance to beat these guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would be a stunning upset. Um, but Jesuit is, is a terrific team, well coached. And the, the, the difference maker in Andre, he's six foot seven. Last week against Sheldon, he in the first half, he had some euro moves, some spin moves. I think he had a dunk. In the third quarter, they're right on him. Man defense. Sheldon's got guys. And he had five three-pointers. And he's as unstoppable of a high school kid as we've ever seen around here. So, But he does it without dominating the ball. And it's all a good flow. And they have a good defense. So that's going to be a good game. We've talked about Kiku Parker on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, the transfer from El Camino. He finally got cleared. And he has Grant in the playoffs. Grant in Division One plays at Western Ranch of Stockton tonight, a rematch of a non-league game from a week ago that Western Ranch won by a few points. So we're going to have some really good teams out yeah, in the first round. And yeah. Monterey Trail's got this terrific guard, six-foot-four guard, Farrick Lewis, who's going to Long Beach State Scholarship, so he's a player. Laguna Creek's another team in Division One. Ender comes one, 18 in a row, second seed. Um, they're located right over by Arco Arena and Thomas Fred Wilson's the coach there. They got several six foot five guards. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, you know, wow. So, uh, and then Mike Wall is the coach at number one seated Folsom. He's at win number 499. What a great mm-hmm. career. He's been to the state finals. He's won section championships. So, uh, if high school hoops is your thing, it's a, it's a, it's a affordable ticket. It's great entertainment game start at seven, everybody home by curfew. Um, you know, it's it's still a good gig. It's it's some really good teams. And that's just a couple of divisions right there. We got all kinds of divisions. Absolutely. I, I got you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be locked into the you know, the the service that allows you to watch the games. I'm all over them. They they got they got some great games. But you mentioned the the, the one that you're going to tonight, and man, that's that's a tough draw for both teams, man. Jesuit being a three seed and having to take on a team like Monterey Trails and Monterey Trails, what are they doing down in fourteen? What happened with that draw right there? Well, and and it's um, Monterey Trail has a misleading record: fifteen wins, thirteen losses. Got off those slow start. Uh, Robert Fields has done a great job as coach there. First league championship, even though it was shared in school history. It's a longtime football power there in the Oak Grove Unified School District, and that's a brutal draw. I mean, wow! And um, you know, a second round game if the seeds hold could be Grant or Western Ranch at Folsom. Wow! Um, could be Capital Christian. And Jesuit, Capital Christian at Jesuit in a Friday game, if the seeds hold. Um, pretty impressive. Um, Sheldon has been a champion in this section for a lot of years. If they win, the Huskies win 
tonight. They they play Modesto Christian, which is the defending mm-hmm. champion. Um, mm-hmm. So so a really good. We could even have Laguna Creek play at Intercom on Friday. These are. Mm-hmm. It's the best. I wrote about it a couple of weeks ago, guys. Where I said it's the deepest, most talented Division One field ever yeah. that mm-hmm. I've seen. This, and, this uh, stuff is great. I think it's great. Is yeah. there a favorite? Is Folsom? Is there a favorite? Well, and it's weird how the seedings go. And this, the section so, selection seedings committee um, is about seven guys. And, you know, you're crunching all this data and head-to-head and strength of league and blah, 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 blah. And it seemed like Modesto Christian, which is going for its 21st championship. Good Lord. And has five in Division One mm-hmm. in section play. Won the NorCal Open last year. Almost won the state championship. All those kids are back. Should have been a number one seed, but fell to number three because of its whatever computer formula. That's still your favorite. Uh, they got so many guys back, and um, um, you know, so that's that should be the favorite there. But you know, Folsom's the number one seed, and you know, people come and complain, and all oh, this isn't fair, and we shouldn't draw this. Team. Just play, just play, play the game, man. And yeah, and then in Division Two, Rio Marcano is the top seed, well coached, the yeah. only section team to beat Folsom this year. So there's that. Um, Atwater is the only unbeaten team, boys or girls. Atwater of Merced County, they're 28 0, number two seed in Division Two, and it's right on down the line. And there's a kid, Union Mine, up in El Dorado County. Um, they have a kid named Mason Modishet. He's got, he scored 1,200 points in his career. He's, you know, checked him out a couple of weeks ago. Small school, but they love everything. Great rooting section. They call it the pit. Diamondbacks is their mascot. So, uh, you know, we talked about during football guys where, the rooting sections were there, the student sections, the band, it's spilled right out into basketball. So mm-hmm. high school sports are very healthy with attendance, interest, following and all that. And uh, it's good to see. Yeah. And, and you mentioned, the, you know, Division One, Division Two. I mean, the the whole like landscape of high school is just stacked right now because I'm looking at Division Three, and I don't want to I'm not disparaging anybody, but I'm just going to tell you as a viewer. I'd love to see Vanden versus Sack High in the championship game of D3. And, and if the seedings hold, uh, that'll happen. And Sack High is really good. They're and really Matt Johnson's good. the coach. He's an alumni. And they have some six, seven sophomores who just throw down dunks. I think this guy's like a man. But then he'll airball an eight-foot floater. And so he's learning. But the effort is there. Uh, and then he'll block a shot. And then he's running the floor. And, and then Placer in Division Three. Mark Lee is their coach. He's uh, been there forever, and he's he's going to bow out after this year. So there's motivation there. And uh, but you're right. It's um, uh, and these kids, you know, the section championships are February 24th and 25th at Golden One, mm. and what a thrill for these kids to get in there. There's always those first quarter where they're trying to figure out you know the depth perception and 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 everything sounds different, looks different, but it's a great moment for them. And if they could overcome the early jitters. Then people settle in, and, and then state finals will also be at Golden One. Yeah. And so the Golden One, um, a great job with Vivek and the Kings Group, continuing to work with the CIF to give them a good deal and a good package. The CIF wants to have a great wow experience without having to charge huge amounts of money for a ticket. Mm-hmm. And we all bemoan the Maloofs, rightly so, the previous Kings ownership, but they also had a good deal at. Arco Arena with the high schools, mm-hmm. and so that's uh, it's good. It's good for the community, uh, and it's good for the Kings to to give back in that regard. Mm-hmm. So they, it's a nice partnership. You sang the praises of the young women in the area earlier. Is the uh, the 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 young lady side is that as star studded as the men? 
Yeah, in some ways more so, Damien. It's on girls' basketball. We know St. Mary's of Stockton um, has been a powerhouse forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've had great players. They've had great championships. They've won a section record, 21 section championships. They won eight Division I section championships in a row until Folsom beat them in the playoffs last year. Then Oak Ridge beat Folsom in the section finals. Folsom's the number one seed this season, having beaten St. Mary's in a non-league game earlier this year. So it's one uh, Folsom, the one seed, St. Mary's a two seed Folsom. Folsom is coached by Lynn Wilking, delightful guy who was telling me a, a few days ago that when he first took over some 15 years ago, they couldn't even win league games. Hmm. And he had a player. I said, how bad was it? He goes, well, we had a girl and we're going to play a big showdown game against St. Francis in the Delta league before they're switched to the Sierra foothill league. And she said, coach, I can't play tonight. Why? Well, I got tickets to a concert in the Bay area. That doesn't happen anymore now. Mm. Now you're committed to playing. Yeah. And uh, so they're really good. And uh, we talked about uh, McClatchy, um, Antelope. Uh, it's coached by Sean Chambers. That might be a familiar name to yeah, Kenny Carraway. was a great player in the early 80s for, yeah. for Highlands. He's been a never expected to coach girls basketball. <laughs> and now says, I will only coach girls basketball. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, I hear a lot of coaches say that. Steve White. Up at Oak Ridge, he used to coach boys basketball in L.A. and then came up to Oak Ridge and Eldorado Hills in 1995. He goes, I'm only going to coach girls. They, they, there's a different focus. Uh, there's there's no ego. And they work together. So that's refreshing. Um, you know, and in Division Two, Christian Brothers of Sacramento, 26-2, and two, the number one seed in Division Two, uh, a really good team. Vista Del Lago is the number two seed. And Vanden, again, Vanden um, is really good in Division Three for girls. Uh, a lot of star power, a lot of good players. And, and if you like fundamentals – Set screens, they box out, they share the ball. They hoop too. They hoop. They just try to find out. They're freestyle on you too. So, you know, they get out there and do that. Um, Joe, I want to, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up because this was a hot topic on Twitter, um, high school sports Twitter or whatever. This um, uh, realignment that's going on. And in, in, is it all of California, CIF California, or is it just Northern just California? This section. Or, Only this section oh, does just it. This section. All right. Yeah. Like what's, what's going on. There's some things that I've heard about that I like, and I don't like, I know they're putting all the Elk Grove schools together, which I think is a great idea, but then you got, you know, the metros getting broken up. I think Burbank is going to be out of the metro. All this. Well, these are only proposals. proposals. And okay. so every four years, unless there's a COVID break, um, there's realignment and that's happened for decades. And it's what's realignment. Well, you try to shuffle the leagues around or teams and put them in the right leagues to try to make it as fair and balanced as you can, because some schools enrollments drop, mm-hmm. you get, you, you, you open a new school in their neighborhood and their enrollment could take a real hit. And so you don't want to, especially in football, if you're just getting beat into the ground or in basketball. Uh, and so you have all these committees and these meetings, and there's about four or five meetings and proposals and it's got to be the input of the coaches and the athletic directors but you know some of it makes perfect sense monterey trail and laguna creek are oak grove unified school district teams they've been in the metro league um which is fine but they'd rather be in the delta league surrounded by their neighborhood schools oak grove high um franklin sheldon kasuna's oaks uh, Pleasant Grove. So that makes sense. And that's probably going to happen. Um, and then there's discussion that Del Oro wants to get out of the Sierra Foothill League. Well, Del Oro, we think of Del Oro, we think of football. And I don't think that's going to happen because logistically it makes sense to keep them there. Um, there's talk of, of you know, what, what to do with Sac High. Well, mm-hmm. put Sac High back in the Metro League. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that fits. There's talk of Burbank going to a different league. Now, you got to keep the city schools together. Maybe put Christian Brothers back in the Metro League. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenny, I think when you were in high school, Christian Brothers was a Metro League school. Mm-hmm. And it just, logistically, it made sense. So there's a lot of discussion. And, and there's a lot of discussion, too, guys, of let's let's create football power leagues. And that's always being discussed. And But um, but then that's going to take a lot of organization where you, you know, some Bay Area leagues will do it or sections will do it where you have a, a whole tier of, football powers. And if you have an off year or two, then you drop down in division, things like that. But um, I like the idea of realignment in general, because you're trying to make it as, as, as balanced as you can, the, the, the whole scope of program. Okay. So let's say if you have grant football, uh, which didn't fit in the Sierra Foothill league with Folsom and Del Oro and Oak Ridge, and they just got it just overwhelmed them back in the 2000s. They would have done just fine. So then they get moved in the Metro. It saves their program, mm-hmm. you know, and, but then, the, then grant football is too strong for McClatchy mm-hmm. and too strong for Burbank. And those are 68 to nothing games. So how's that helpful? Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's never a perfect system. Uh, and Monterey trail football coach, uh, TJ Ewing has been the, the coach there since the school opened in 2005. Doesn't like being in the Metro because they have those 72 to nothing games mm-hmm. and running the whole second half. You don't get better. That's why he plays De La Salle in a non-league. That's why he plays Folsom. He wants to get back in the Delta League. And, you know, why does it matter in football? We've talked about this before, too. Where the revenue generated from football attendance helps fund all sports on campus. Mm-hmm. And there you go. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the realignment. There's a, another weird story that happened yesterday. Austin Mack. I saw that. That's crazy. Quarterback star, yeah. Folsom. Big as a house, six foot six. As a sophomore, he was a bit overwhelmed, and then he grew, and he got better. And then as a junior last year, gets him uh, you know, to the NorCal finals, beats De La Salle with a, with a game winner in the regular season. They lose the, the rematch. And he improved light years, became a national recruit, moves his feet, looks around, wants to be better, wants to be that guy. And now he's reclassified, which is a new thing, and he's – Technically, junior. He's 16 years old, but now he's off to this summer. He'll be off to Washington. the Washington Huskies on scholarship. And I'm thinking, I'm not a fan of that, but that's his decision. Mm-hmm. He posted a tweet and said, "Let's you know respect. That. I'm going to get a hold of him, talk to him about it." 16 year old is too young to be. That's crazy. That's practicing so crazy. with the Washington Huskies, yeah. and he'll be 17 next year, certainly. But, um, and you know, and Folsom's, you know, doesn't want to see him go, but they've got talent up the you know up their sleeve they've got guys everywhere um and so that's a new deal Alyssa Silva was our sack B softball player of the year for Oak Grove High School last year and she did the same thing she reclassified now she's at I think at the University of Arizona um that's the new deal and if it shows that they're really ambitious and pretty bright to graduate that early. I, I needed every day of my senior year to, <laughs> to graduate to walk don't forget to get that last Spanish test in Davidson. You're not going to walk, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So that's, um, you know, and the other thing is we've seen this too. If you are a really good basketball player, you might be headed to a prep school by your senior year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe, you've been and dubbed so- a, a walking Wikipedia page, man. We, we, we goat. appreciate you so much. Uh, tremendous. Appreciate you guys. Always go lions. Uh, love catching up with you. Like the beam. Hey, I'll like that beam and I'll take a photo and send it to you guys. Please do. And then, and then if there if there's a loss, there be there'll be no beam. That's fine. I'll there's light no the beam, beam and I'll send a photo. Also, it's going to look a little bit different. But Joe, we appreciate you, buddy. Thanks as always. Thanks, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.